Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has sold his pants and underwear for change to bet on the ponies, and is now jacking off to videos of Seabiscuit. That's Jeff Clark. What's up? And transmitting to us from the Danger Zone... The bearded, booger-eating wingman known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! Oh yeah, oh yeah. We are indeed back once again. Jeff, you're uh, you're looking a little rough today. How you holding up? Yeah, I'm hurting. I uh, I went to uh, I had my fantasy football draft yesterday. And those usually go really hard, and this one went harder than usual. Yeah. And For those that don't I'm know, suffering. Final Fantasy Football is—it's like D and D, but for even bigger virgins. I can't believe your draft was this early. Yeah, um, accommodations had to be met because. Um, a bunch of the guys in the league are like fathers and, and, and husbands. So they had like other family stuff, uh, other trips or whatever, like kids softball events that were, that were scheduled for the rest of the summer. So this is the best day for us to do it. Good Lord. And man. it actually was supposed to be Saturday, but we rescheduled to Sunday um, to accommodate someone, the the only guy who actually didn't show up to the draft. So wow! So you guys, weird. you guys did that whole thing on a work night when you didn't even have to. Yeah, we probably should have just done it on a weekend night instead, uh, like the night before. Because yeah, we we rescheduled uh, for someone who couldn't even make it. So I hope you not only kick them out of the league, but. I hope you do a, a soap party, like in um, Full Metal Jacket. Like sneak into that guy's house and like have two people hold the sheets real taut so he can't get up and then just fucking beat him with soap and socks. He does have like some Gomer Pile like features. Oh. He gives off a Gomer Pile like vibe. So. Oh, maybe you shouldn't then because be... then he'll, he'll murder you all. Oh, just one of us. I'm the drill sergeant. Yeah, who's the Actually, drill sergeant? Just the drill sergeant, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Do you, who uh, who would be the drill sergeant of your of your group? Who would he off if he faced some sort of punishment and didn't take it well? Um, probably this guy Shafe. <laughs> I think he's the only he's the only one that that would be uh, in danger. Hmm. Everyone else is pretty understanding. Shafe was kind of pissed, which is funny. He bitched about it throughout the a couple times throughout the draft, but I mean, was, I would have been I mean, pissed. It was a lot of fun. Like you're not only on Mondays do you have MSPH obligations, but you also have your day job shit. So you're kind yeah. of doing like double duties. 
and you're all hungover with no sleep, and you could have just spent yesterday recovering. Yeah. But Gomer yeah, Pyle. I, uh, Gomer Pyle fucked you. I, I, eh, it's all good. I mailed in my my um my work duties today. I'm very lucky in that sense. I don't really have. I don't have a schedule. I don't have any like quotas I got hit. I don't have any like daily minimums. I kind of come and go as I please. Every, every, every one of my job is like kind of jealous of my situation because <laughs> I, I don't have any complaints. I don't have any, like no one gives me shit. It's pretty sick actually. Yeah. You're kind of so like the I perfect just, employee. You just fly under the radar. You do your shit. Nobody busts yeah. your boss. I mean, my job is easy. It's like, what are you gambling on today? And I have a little bit of leeway right now because there's no football, so it's a dead spot. So, like, they're not that tripping. I banged out, like, a 2,500-word um, article this weekend that I'm just kind of, like, living on. I'll do some stuff tomorrow. I'll have some stuff planned, but I, I definitely mailed it in today. I probably should just use a sick day, but... I didn't. I don't know. So what? I got- had some good momentum when I when I came home, but then I <laughs> took a nap and a nap. I don't know. It went from ten thirty to like until you called me at ten thirty five. Oh shit! Or yeah, 10, when we ten twenty. When Shuddy Boy 20, was like 20. in the group, the group text being like, "All right, everybody's still good to go at two fifteen," and you didn't respond. I was like, "Uh oh." And then once we got on Zoom for a few minutes, and you didn't show up i was like oh i bet you jeff is sleeping yeah dude i blew you right through the 220 start time you mentioned that uh <laughs> you only slept like two hours last night right yeah i got to sleep probably like 5 30 <laughs> i uh jesus i popped some molly i ate a couple a couple uh chocolate mushroom <laughs> bars like I, got, <laughs> I got after it Oh my god. A lot of this yeah, a lot of this doesn't sound now hearing these details, it doesn't sound like the fantasy draft's fault in full. I mean, I we did drugs because of the fantasy draft though. I've never yeah. been to a fantasy football draft where ecstasy and shrooms have been floating around in like candy dishes for snacks. I've been getting yeah, laughed yeah. at for calling it ecstasy, shuddy boy. Apparently nobody does that anymore. Oh well, I got well, there is a difference, and I and I did te- I did technically get Molly because I've been clowned on. I will still to this day. Anytime there's there's music that's like ticket dan ticket dan ticket dan ticket dan boots and socks and boots and socks and boots and socks. I'm like, oh man, who's listening to techno? And Carl clowns me every time. To this point, I just do it as a bit. But she's like, it's EDM. It's not techno. I'm like, no. You guys changed it to EDM because techno is a fucking joke. And you thought you could rebrand your way out of it. Now, EDM is techno. Techno is lame. Molly and ecstasy are different forms of the same synthetic drug. Yeah. Um, Molly is, at least what I had, is in the capsule. It's got powder. I mean, it's like ecstasy is just like a fucking, just like a pill. It's like a, just yeah, like, ecstasy is a pressed powdered tablet. Yeah. Yeah, but I think everybody still calls it Molly now because I, you know, there's a lot of drug use in John Cooper. And in one of the table reads we did a while ago, people were like, um, 
uh, once or twice, like you usually call it Molly, but every now and then a character says ecstasy, and you might want to you want to update that. It's uh, it's a little dated there, Grandpa. They said that to you. Yeah, I mean they didn't call me Grandpa, but it was like, all right, yeah, right. I gotta I gotta trust the whippersnappers on this one because I am by far the oldest person working on this movie. I mean, well, I have... you're one of the only people working on the movie currently. <laughs> and you're a fucking scab for that, kind of. That, no, um, that... Take that no back, goddamn you. I am no scab. No, no, all right, no scabbery. You're right. No, 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 Writers are on me. strike, and there you are working on the on your movie. <laughs> They're writing away. away. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's an indie. It's an indie. You're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, he's got one of those vouchers. Although they are hiring scabs to write fucking um, uh, soaps, daytime soaps. They hired a bunch of scabs so they could keep going and people are pissed. Yeah, dude. But anyway, fucking... so how, did, when you went to this draft party, did you know that Molly was going to be involved? Did you prepare for this or did it get sprung on you and you're like, oh! No, I mean, there's always drugs at this draft party. This draft party's sick, like... This is like the only time these guys can kind of get out of the house or one of the few times all year they can get out of the house. They, they go hard in the paint, right? Yeah, but like... I thought there were going to actually be more drugs at this fantasy draft party, to be honest. It just doesn't sound like the two go together. Like, you guys are just... Oh, I, I, I draft Johnson! And you're like rolling your face off. and What, do you just like everybody just suck each other's dicks afterwards? <laughs> no. No, no. Um, Speaking of Johnson, quack, quack, no one quack. really did. I don't think anyone did eat or mushrooms during the draft. So we got together at like one o'clock at this fucking mansion in Orange County. The place was sick. Like honestly, one of the best like pieces of property I've ever hung out in. It was fucking beautiful. But the draft was like from one thirty to four thirty, and then you know we got a keg. So we're all drinking all day, and the, the plan was for me and my buddy who carpooled from Long Beach to we're just gonna go fucked up and stay there, and then just kind of one thing led. I hit like a fucking wall at like six o'clock. Someone offered a Molly, and I was like, "Down, like fuck it, I'm not going anywhere. I, I don't want to stay up. I want to party. We're playing drinking games and stuff." So that's what happened. Um, eventually, one of the guys. Brought a few of his his homegirls over from from uh, coworkers that he's friends with, so it wasn't like a full on sausage party. But I mean, it pretty much was a sausage party. I mean, like, who are we kidding? It's a bunch of guys like <laughs> fucking arguing about their fantasy football drafts, like popping Molly, playing beer pong. But it was a lot of fun. I was to put on a wig and jack me off. <laughs> so doesn't drinking kind of counteract like cancel out the effects of molly i've heard the two the two can't really coexist like one will dominate the other i mean i again i was hitting a wall smoking pot drinking and i really thought i was gonna like pass out or maybe take a nap but then i took the, the molly and it kept me kept me super awake so it helped at least in that sense i had a good body high i was I don't know. Like I was, I, I was, I was fucked up. I was blasted, but it was, it was in a good way. Is that a boner? So at what point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at what point do, do the um, the mushroom chocolate get called? Jerk off in one of the bathroom. 
I didn't do those until like, I don't know, maybe like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Wow. Were you still rolling at that point? Probably, yeah. How many, like, I forgot what you said. Were they pills or powder? The Molly. It was a pill. It was a capsule. Oh, gel, like a gel tab with the powder in it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. How many did you take again? Just one. And how long did it last for? I'd say like four or five hours. Like I went to bed pretty, like I went to bed fucked up, but I don't know how much of that was alcohol, Molly, weed, mushrooms. Like I had it kind of all in my system and I was feeling really good, but I don't, I don't really know where, what, when one ended and one and the other began. I mean, I guess I kind of gave you the timeline, but like it was all just a positive feeling. It was just a lot of fun. (laughs) It was cool. Yeah, because I know mushrooms. You always say mushrooms. This house was sick. Is Jeff frozen? Oh, no. I see him moving. No. No, you cut your audio cut out. You said you always said mushrooms, and then that was all we heard. Yeah. Oh, no. I stopped because Jeff started talking, but then it like froze up a little bit. Sorry. Either way. uh, Oh. Did the because you always say mushrooms make you fall asleep, like every time you take mushrooms you just pass right out. So was the Molly able to keep you up and you were able to trip? I, the, the mushrooms are pretty mellow. That was mostly a body high to be honest, and just kind of giving you the gigglies. I didn't get like a full on trip. I only ate like two or three of like uh, squares on a, on a mushroom chocolate bar. So like I wasn't ever gonna get like. Like I wasn't gonna get on like a full trip, but that wasn't gonna happen. But yeah, so we we drafted at this at my buddy's aunt's house, uh, Aunt Kathy, and it was a fucking it's a fucking mansion, right? But attached to it is like an Airbnb, a Disney themed Airbnb, and like all the rooms had a different theme. So there was a little little mermaid room. There's a star Wars room. There's a Peter Pan room. There was, which was a fucking trip at night. Like when you're on, you know, Molly and mushrooms, like where the fuck am I going to sleep? And like, there's a fucking Darth Vader helmet in one room with this big star Wars sign. But it was, I mean, it was, it, it was sick. And then I showed you guys, um, and I put it on Instagram, but they had a game room. They had a whole bunch of board games, a foosball table, a pinball machine, and a um, and a, and a castle arcade, which I never heard of. Shuddy, have you ever heard of a ca- castle arcade? Mm-mm. No. It's an arcade machine, but it has four thousand seven hundred games on it, and you can okay. just I, pretty much any. I, I don't know but most any arcade game you could play. Yeah, you texted me about it, and it. It's your text was kind of worded like you sent a picture, but I didn't see it. I didn't see it on your Instagram either. Oh, oh my bad. Remember, he was on shrooms and on Molly, so <laughs> I know at that time, but um, man, sorry, I thought I provided the context and needed to understand what I was talking about, but yeah, so it was, it was just a sick place to do the draft. Um, it was a trip, though. It was a trip. Like this, she, this, this lady's got like a big old house to herself, or so I thought. I don't know. The whole, that that was a whole other side angle or side story that like threw me off. And like, 
no one kind of broke down the housing situation to me until like 2 a.m. when I was fucking just bombed, like at the height of my inebriation. But Aunt Kathy is living with a guy uh, who I thought was her kid. And (laughs) (laughs) there's a bunch of pictures around who look like the kid that Ian Kathy was living with. And one of them was of, he's holding, he's got a wedding ring up and he's got this, this young Asian girl on a side who I would assume was his, was his wife. Right. And it turns out that while the guy she was living with looked exactly like that person, wasn't actually that person. So, and he's actually a gay, and like the guy that she lives with is a gay guy. So like I was thinking the whole time that Aunt Kathy was living in her big ass mansion with like maybe her her son and her son's wife. I mean the place is fucking huge, so that wouldn't be that weird to me, right? And then when this guy was hanging out, I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is part of the family. But then when everyone went to bed, like me and a couple of the homies, like they started talking, like, what the fuck was with that guy? I was like, I'm like, just like, he's not like I'm sitting there listening to the story. But to me, it was all like it it just all blew my mind. Like it all kind of like snuck up on me. I was like, well, wait a second. That's not her son. She's like, no, no one knows that guy is. (laughs) Like What? (laughs) So there's the pictures of him. Like, that's not him. I was like, I'm like looking at the picture like, what? That's not that guy. Like we just. We're, we're not that's something I were hanging out with. Like, no. So I don't know who the pictures are. I don't really know who this guy is. Apparently, he's just a gay guy, gay roommate of Aunt Kathy that's just like staying for free in like her fucking mega mansion. I don't know. That shit was a trip. And I'm just like on Molly on mushrooms, like listening to this for the first time. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you guys talking about? Who was so who is this guy? Wait, is this like know. some sort of Tyler Durden situation here? <laughs> for real i didn't know what was happening dude so did you end up crashing at that place yeah dude i slept in the peter pan room or no <laughs> i was at the tinkerbell like suite. suite that i that i slept in they all had their individual bathrooms i should have taken more pictures because the place was fucking beautiful it, it was incredible honestly did you really sleep in, did you sleep in like a race car bed or something no but all the all the <laughs> bedrooms in that Airbnb were Disney themed. I just couldn't pick up the theme in the room that I slept in. There was a Star Wars theme. There was a Little Mermaid one. There was Peter Pan one. I'm not sure what I what what room I was in. Do you think if we named it, you would know? You would, no. would ring a bell. Was it the Ursula no, room? I don't. A Little was Mermaid. It the, black, the Black Cauldron room. No, no, no. Uh, it was something it weird, been, like maybe some Mickey Mouse or some shit like that. I don't know. I've never. It heard could of have it. been Jungle Book. Is Jungle Book a Disney property? Yeah. Yes. Okay, it could have been Jungle Book. But it was five. Yeah, again, it was. I think it was four or five different rooms. They each had their own bathroom. Autumn had like beds and bunk beds, so it was like. It was like a, a three or four family Airbnb attached to like a fucking mansion. It was it was sick. Man, but, how, do you know what the how, how this property was acquired? 
Was this like um, a Hollywood producer or? The, no, the the commissioner. It's his aunt. His aunt is just like fucking loaded. She's I don't know. You don't she, know how? Uh, she owns a couple properties in Orange County. And she owns. She owns like a a temporary nurse placing agency. Wow. Uh, no she shit. has like she she's fucking rich. Yeah. God damn. They were saying. You ever seen she has a fucking black belt and she's like a like a a sniper, like a really good marksman? <laughs> yeah. Man, rich people know. are this, fucking weird, huh? This lady this lady had a lot going on. And she's I a black belt on it. and a sniper, so she can like throw a bullet in the air and like roundhouse kick it into your head. Yeah, but she was like she was a fatter, older lady, so like hearing that was like, What? I don't think so. <laughs> her black belt, her ass ain't beating me up. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, she would whoop your ass, Jeff. I guess so. I mean, she's a black belt. I'm not trying to trifle at that, but again, she had to be like in her 60s and she was like overweight. And it's <laughs> just like hearing all this and then seeing this much younger guy. I don't know. It's just like for nine hours, I had this impression of who this person was. And then when I'm on E and on uh, E or Molly and Mushrooms, I'm finding out that this person and her family are completely different. It's not really her family. <laughs> and I don't know. This shit was a trip, but it might be the yearly host of our, uh, this place might be the yearly host of our, of our, of our fantasy football draft. Man, if that's the case, to, like, can I play? Out next year for Airbnb. They were doing some renovations in the pool. So that made it a little less sick. But because they were doing renovations at the pool, she didn't have anyone staying there that weekend. So we just were able to crash for free. Next. Uh-oh. It was a good time. Honestly, it was, fucking, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Why do, I'm get, just paying and, for it right now. Put in a good word. Get me in that Final Fantasy football draft for next year. I'll just, I'll just uh, set mine to auto and just sit there and eat a bunch of molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, man. There's a waiting list, but I'll see if I can get you to jump it. Oh, Kevin just texted me from the Peter Pan room. Uh, Johnson. I don't know if there are any <laughs> kickers named Johnson. I don't know, but Johnson. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you I'll, had a good time, I'm Jeff. In. Yeah, dude, it was it was fucking it was a lot of fun. And yeah, like I said, I'm I'm paying the price for it right now. So I was you... in a really I really wanted to have a healthy week and. And my summer's strong, and it's just there's no way I'm doing anything healthy before Wednesday, really. Well, because tomorrow I got I got a podcast to do, I got some NFL prep to do. I'm going to see a movie, so I'm not gonna come on. I'm not gonna get to the gym. I'm not gonna cook meal prep. I think that's not gonna happen. So maybe Wednesday, and but that's Master Chef. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Back in the merry-go-round. I, I don't know. I like fr- it's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. Yeah, Wingstop for Master Chef Wednesday. Who says no? So not me. I mean, did you did you manage to find a scale to weigh yourself? Oh shit! <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Sorry about that. Jesus Christ, Jeff! Sorry about that, fellas. Now go knock on a neighbor's door and ask them if they have a scale you can step on real quick. Too busy being a fucking drug addict, huh? Fucking degenerate. <laughs> One thing to do over the last five days. 
No. One well, thing we asked of you. Too busy with Final Fantasy football. I watched the movie. So, um, literally, Cheech and Bill don't have scales either. I'm actually about to text Bill just officially get an answer on this one, but no. Like, Bill and Cheech go to the gym a lot. And I know Cheech has been pretty active about losing weight recently, right? Or am I just making that up? I thought I heard them either Cheech he or Bill. the gym all the time. Saying that, I think there's, there's scales at the gym. Yeah, but scales are like, what, 20 bucks? Well, my yeah, official listen. weight for the weigh-in while we're talking about it is 201.2. Okay. Can we just push it back a week? Can we all pump up one week and we'll do it next week? Nope. Oh, no, because on. that's You're how I you. got in this mess in the first place. <laughs> yeah, because let's be honest. Right. But what are the odds that Jeff actually finds a scale by next week either? <laughs> Who knows? Shuddy, can you give me up. screen share? Do I have screen share? Uh, yep, you have screen share, sir. Okay. Bill said, Bill said we don't have a scale, and I don't want that info. So. We're kind of on the same page here. None of us want to know our weights. You're a fucking pussy. Kevin so just wanted to show a picture of his feet. Yeah, because I'm Captain Foot Guy. So there's my official weigh-in. 171.4. Uh, that was that was taken this morning at Carl's place. I Last weekend when I weighed myself there, I was like 168. I was still... Under 170, and I fucking gained. Because remember, I, I weighed myself at here with my shitty scale, non-digital, and I was like 175. And I was like, how the fuck did I gain seven pounds in a weekend? But I kind of started already. I didn't, I didn't do the, the whole method we were talking about of, you know, stuffing my face and eating a bunch of cake. So I actually did eat responsibly all last week. And... I still gain weight. 171.4, right? Yeah. I'm 30 pounds heavier than you. Yeah, I'm probably 80 pounds heavier than Kevin. I might be 250. If I'm more, I don't even want to know. That would be that would be very disheartening. I don't think I'm more, but who knows? What was your your biggest? 285, said, I think you said? Yeah, 287. It's the highest number I got to. Or 289. 287, 289. And was that was Big that when boy. you were in college? Because there, there's pictures of you where it's like very shocking. It doesn't even look like you. Uh, Right after college, technically. Okay. Like that picture of you in the sombrero. I, I was, was like, like, whoa. My all-time. Yeah. Yeah. When I was working with Sprance, I think it was like my all-time high. Really? Yeah. Because I remember, I saw I saw some picture. It was like your birthday, and it was like me, Paul, your brothers, and we were all like standing around you with your birthday cake, and you were pretty fucking svelte. Yeah, yeah. I put on weight. It sucks, dude. I just, I just love eating takeout. You can't really help it. I. I went. I didn't limit myself for anything since Wednesday. 
but I slammed the brakes on everything today. I did. So I, I did misbehave a little bit. Carl and I, I worked on. What's up? Cutting out the so I started cutting out the soda once we started talking, so that wouldn't be so difficult today. Uh so shuddy. That's a bummer. Yes, true I, addiction. It's not boogers. It's soda. One hundred percent. There are literally three full twelve packs of Baja Blast, and then two unopened. Six packs of 20-ounce bottles of Baja Blast and one that's missing two. I mean, I will I, – I, I texted – Do you have, like, just two, like, Baja Blast key bumps before you went to rehab? <laughs> it's like the, the, like the little methadone cups. Just shuddy getting, like, little Baja Blast. Oh, God, come on. I just need my fix. I just want the flavor. Yeah, it's like when, when Nick Cage is – is taking Jared Leto to to rehab in Lord of War, and he just gives him one more fucking line. Jared Leto's like, "You're a good brother." <laughs> That's so what I started. Was that, was that Draven? Did he give you? Did he, did he <laughs> yeah. give you some man doing? Like, oh, you're a good son. <laughs> uh, but I did. I started tracking my caloric intake this morning. Oh wow, you're mm. going. Uh, I'm I'm playing to win, bitches. I'm playing to win. <laughs> Both. Uh, over you guys and it getting healthy. I did. I did have a few moments of weakness. Um, I'm just trying to like every time I get Ew. hungry, I I just I try to like uh, psych myself out, and I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. You should be hungry a lot because if you're hungry, that means your 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 body's uh, needs food, and you're denying it. So like every time I would get hungry, you know, I live right by a fucking grocery store. So I would just be like, eh, it's not that bad if I just go across the street and get a bag of smart food and just eat some popcorn while I'm watching a movie or get myself some fucking douche chips, get some salt and vinegar chips. But like at, at this point, I never killed anyone. No snacks. I, my, my place is snack free. Um, but I, over the weekend I did eat Carl and I watched the last episodes we had to finish season two of is it cake (laughs) and it's impossible to watch that show and not want to eat fucking cake and i was also very high and then carl was like well i did buy cake i bought cake ice cream from trader joe's and i was like we're eating it we're fucking eating it and we i ate all the gummy candy in the house over the weekend so it was out of here how much was there there were two decent sized bags of the nerd <laughs> clusters and Swedish fish. Oh, I fucking love nerd clusters. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> Underrated snack. Them and sweet tart yeah, ropes. Like, Here we are. We're all just going to talk ourselves back into fucking eating candy and gaining weight. I know. Starting next week. Come on. <laughs> today, my snacks today have been an apple with some peanut butter and some honey wheat pretzel sticks. Like, fuck. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I'm going to – I also went to the movies, and it was an AMC. And I don't know how long they're going to have those fucking green apple ices, the Ninja Turtle one, so I got another one. I couldn't fucking help it. You know, I also couldn't help. 
I bought this fucking thing. <laughs> you bought that? Yep. Draven would not let me buy it. Draven's like, we don't need that. Who's the parent? Draven is the you cr- fucking karate chop him in the neck and buy it, and then say that's coming out of your allowance. Was that popcorn? So I I went up and I was like, all I want, I want the fucking tin, because sometimes I do, up air pop popcorn. I don't know, maybe like two or three times a month. I got some shitty little popcorn maker like a couple years ago. And it just, it air pops it. So it is utterly fucking flavorless. But I'll melt like a tiny thing of butter and I'll drizzle it and put some salt on there. So it's at least got something. But a couple times a month I'll do that. And I, I, I put it in mixing bowls. And I'm like, I'm eating popcorn like a bitch. And when I saw this, I was like, I would much rather eat popcorn out of this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem tin. And look at the the top of it has like a NYC sewer cap to it. How much was that thing? It was 30 bucks. That's like the Optimus Prime one was really fucking cool, but that was like $50. Oh, yeah. If it was 50, I wouldn't have got it. But they I was like, all I want is the tin. It comes in like some whole big collection. I'm like, I just want the tin. And the guy was like, well, I can't sell the tin separate. I have to – it's like – it's the collector's bundle. So I also got a I'm cup. Going. They gave me a cup with like a little Michelangelo topper that goes on it. And then it also comes with a mask. <laughs> and it's kind of luck of the draw on which turtle you're going to get. So I got Michelangelo, which is pretty cool. But He's your well, favorite. Now you have- I tried it on in the theater, and Carl was like, immediately, was like, take that off. Take it off now. <laughs> She's like looking over her shoulder, see if anybody saw it. Well, what movie did you go see that you were like, maybe it would have been excusable if you were watching Mutant Mayhem again, but if... I wasn't. <laughs> and even if we were, she would have been like, take it off, take it off, take it off, right now, now, now. Watching Oppenheimer, this <laughs> yeah. fucking Michelangelo mask. Sound of freedom. That'd be, that'd be a cool... Oh. Okay, classic right there. Uh, do I look cool? That'd be a cool mask. You do look store. fucking awesome. Yeah, That's what I thought. Rad. She told me I look lame and that I should take it off, but I think I look cool right now. Yeah. Carl YouTube. being a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Grinch. She's being a, a real bummer. shredder. Yeah. I bet you well, everybody though, on yeah. YouTube is going to remark on how cool I look, too. What Are you going to wear this for the rest of the podcast? You should do Michelangelo cosplay for the rest of this. This fucking tin is cool, though. Like, they even put designs on the inside. Like, they really fucking went all out with this. I tell you what, man. I might have to go do another viewing and update my score, because ever since I saw that movie, it's like all I can think about. It's turned me teenage mutant turtles. Yeah, just thinking in cartoons. It's like reverted <laughs> me back to being a seven year old. I'm just like, all I want to do is Ninja Turtle related things. I want to fucking stuff my fucking fat face with pizza, and I want to play Ninja Turtle video games while there's a second screen. Like I want a Jeff football matrix. I want to get more TVs installed in my living room so one could be showing episodes of Ninja Turtles, one could be playing the movie, and then the other one I'm playing a Ninja Turtle video game. Did you get the Cowabunga Collection video game? I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I have that. I did a nerd hole on it on Patreon. I got Shredder's Revenge. I think I did a nerd hole on that as well. So there's 
there's a decent amount of Ninja Turtle content on the Patreon. I also did a hijack snack attack and ate the um, the the big New Yorker that they brought back at Pizza Hut. I saw that. Which is probably why, it? dude. I saw a reflection of myself walking, and like not only were my titties jiggling through my shirt, but there were fucking bonus titties all over me. Just, I look like a waterbed that somebody just got off of. understand that for as bad as you think you look i i I look worse i'm fatter so like i know jeff you weigh more but i don't i don't hold weight well at all like it doesn't evenly distribute it all just goes like i'm i almost turn into a ninja turtle like it's it's like i have a big shell in my midsection my arms don't get any bigger my legs don't get any bigger it's my fucking tits and my sides and my stomach and i don't i just get more rolls i don't plump out so it's just so offensive and you know my big fat nip nips that's horrific it's just bad it's just all fucking who can bad. forget that i dude if you lifted weights though for like uh, i don't know four or five months you you could really lean out I know I did nice it before, like twelve years ago. But well, I'm getting. Back. I mean, isn't this challenge gonna gonna bring you back to the weightlifting? Uh, I the, hope so. The weight room. I mean, my goal yeah. is to be 180 by Christmas. Is that what we're cutting this off at? I mean, I figured it would be for the length of from now until the end of fall, or until we give up. Whichever comes first. Jeff's given up and we haven't even started yet. Yeah, Jeff's yeah, going to yeah, exactly. so, so who knows how long we'll... Yeah, so is... how do I make up for this? If I just send you guys my weight tomorrow? It's yeah. not as fun for the show, but like that works, right? I think it's more fun for the show that you weren't weighed for today. Yeah. If we're being honest. You just, All right, cool. You just proved what everybody in the Puminati knows, Jeff. You're just, you're just a fucking fart that made a wish on a shooting star and became a human kind of. <laughs> uh, that might be the nicest thing you ever said to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll uh, get we'll we'll get there eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll send you guys my weight and I'll, I don't know. I, I don't plan on dieting that much a little bit, but <laughs> I'll just, I'll just work out some more. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll start. I mean, the diet—it's going to be tougher on winter, so I probably should diet like a little bit in the fall, and then in the winter, the, what, the wheels are going to come off. What's the excuse in winter? Because I feel like every time we at like just now, you just made like like fifteen excuses, like oh, but I have a podcast, and then and then a thing, and then it's winter and sports season, winter uh, Christmas cookies. Okay, well, just eat. Christmas Jingle cookies jangle. once. Like it's What's it's up? it's about to be Halloween season season. I'm not saying the S word, and I will eat one Reese's pumpkin in celebration. Kevin, how tall are you? This is not living. I'm like five nine, five ten. We'll go five nine for official tracking purposes. Jeff, how tall are you? Six four. 
I'll go 5.11. But that's only if I start measure, measuring from behind my balls. <laughs> How tall are You're you, Shuddy? I'm the zingers. I'm 5.5. Five, I'm, I'm like 5.7 and a half. I tell I always used to tell everybody five eight, but I'm leaning towards now just telling everybody five seven and Yeah. Like, I used to tell everybody I'm five ten, but I think I'm five nine and a half, and then you rounded my bitch ass down. I'm five ten and a half, probably, and I, I rounded myself up without giving you guys any uh input. So five eleven, that's my official score. That's what it says on my license too. Jeff, how do you still drink a lot of soda? No, I I never really. Oh, not never, but no, I don't drink a lot of soda. I'll have a Mexican Coke every couple weeks, or like if I go to In and Out, some I'll usually get like a soda. But I don't know. I'll say I'll say maybe a soda once a week. I feel like Shuddy being a a soda junkie that might give you the edge here because just cutting out soda. I'm going to, by this time next week, I'll have dropped probably four pounds. Yeah, and you probably don't even have to do anything but just stop drinking soda. I hope so. But that'll level off. Like, I'll get a huge jump on you guys, but then it it plateaus. That's only going to get me so far. Yeah. Well... Shuddy, what 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 the fuck happened to you? You sent like some weird ominous text to us today. Oh yeah, man. You all right? <laughs> so this morning uh I was doing some running around for the stores and I had just got back home to start doing my admin work for the stores. And I get a text message from Sharon that's just a sad emoticon. Nothing else. Nothing else. So I start, I get worried. I call her and she's like, oh, the picture hasn't come through yet. I go, no. And then she's like, okay, well, this is the situation. They found a dying baby kitten at her work. Yikes. So I went... Where does she work? Can we talk about that? She works at a dying kitten factory. No, she works at a, <laughs> at a pool and patio furniture store. But we're oh, wow. rel- a- we're relatively rural in Quakertown. If the name what? wasn't, yeah, I know. So there are lots of feral cat colonies. So kittens <laughs> running around where Sharon works is not unusual. But this one was in rough shape. So I ran, I bought kitten formula, went and tried to help Wait, it. And it was just, where did you buy kitten formula from the pet store? Pet smart to be exact. Oh, I didn't even know kitten formula was a thing. Yeah. yeah. This, is gonna, this is gonna turn into like fucking true detective season four. Shuddy's going to find out who killed this cat. And, and so then I went and tried to just held this. It, this thing was so tiny. I've never held a kitten this small in my life. And I'm going to get a lot of shit for it because it, you know, maybe because it's a stray feral cat. Nobody should give a shit. But it like it broke my heart. It's been eating at me all day. Uh, I ended up having to be put down 
uh, when it got taken to the vet because of it was seizing. Oh, Jesus. But I was there with, like, an eyedropper trying to feed it formula, give it water, and, like, its body temperature was – it was just – I've never done something like that, and I'm not a big cat person, so for it to shake me this way – Man, I thought it was this unexpected. I thought that text was going to be something funny, like you sharded or like. No. Miles chewed up your He-Man collection. No, like I, I really I was, was crying. I was, I really was crying when I said, like, my eyes were. The waterworks were going as I sent that text message about having a traumatic morning. I named uh, the cat and everything. Named him Jeff Clark. Did Sharon regret asking you asking you for help when she saw you get all emotional? She kind I I think she kind of well no she knew how I was gonna be she knew because she was she was there when both Ruby and Lily died and she knows that those really those were really traumatic for me so. How long ago did Ruby go? Because I remember we used to see her on the Zoom every now and then and then never really heard from her. So I I always assumed she had passed, but never wanted to bring it up in case it was a sore subject. A little over a year ago. Oh, my God. That's a that's longer than I or maybe maybe even longer than that. Damn. Ruby was the ferret. Correct. Hmm. Man, well, too bad, man. So, are you going to become a cat, dude? You going to get a cat? Um, that was my first instinct. Was like, well, now I need to go find another feral kitten and save it to make up for not saving this one. But the hell am I going to do with all this kitten formula? That seems like a rash decision. That seems like a an emotional and not well thought out decision because. I really uh, would prefer my stuff not smelling like cat pee. So if there was a way that we could do that without that being a possibility, I'm in. That's a tough one, you know? I think you should just cut your losses and mix that kitten formula with Mountain Dew and just use that to finish off the rest of your your secret stash. So... uh, yeah, it was the cute. It was so tiny. Yeah, I mean, when um, we were doing a location scout, heaven. and um, you know, when we find something that we think works, we take a bunch of pictures of it from all angles and send it to all the different department heads and be like, "All right, this is what we're working with here." And there were these people sitting on this bench for where we wanted to shoot an outdoor scene, and we were like, don't mind us. We're, we're just taking a picture. We're not trying to take pictures of you. And they're like, oh, are you here for the kitten? And we're like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, some kitten just fell out of this tree, and it's in the bush. And we were like, whoa. Where? And I, I peek in, and this adorable little black cat with, like, big blue eyes, looked like something out of Puss in Boots. And it was just like, Puss in Boots. Just like mewing at us, and it was friggin' adorable. So of course, like yeah, you know, I took a picture of it, and um, they were like, they were like, yeah, we think it got abandoned by its mom, and I don't know, we we don't want to touch it or anything, but we might we might end up taking it home if the mom doesn't come back soon. And 
My mom, one time, when I was like 19 or 20, a feral cat, or maybe it was even a neighbor's cat, who knows, but some random cat gave birth in my stepdad's woodshed. And at some point, the, the kittens all became old enough to where, you know, they could be separated from the mom. And they were so damn cute. I was just like, I was a cat guy when I was a little kid. But once my allergy sort of developed, I never really fucked with cats. Became more of a dog person. But I was like, you know what? I'll take that cat. I got, I'm moving into my, or I think I was already living in my first apartment. And I got that cat. And this fucking thing never got domesticated. It, I would come home from work and this thing would be on the walls with its claws dug in. Like into the sheetrock. This thing was a fucking psychopath. So I don't know. It, you might not have wanted to keep that feral kitten because they can be. My out. my aunt and uncle had took in a feral kitten um, when I was little, and it would it would go it would flip on a dime from being super sweet to being fucking terrifying. Yeah, I would be petting this thing, and it would just flip over and just start like shredding me with its claws and chewing me to the bone. A little psychopath. But, um, yeah, I kind of thought your story was going to be a little bit more funny, shuddy boy. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 that is sort of my fault because I did then say I'm probably just being dramatic. Uh, so that would lend it the possibility that I was just being dumb and it was something amusing. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, wait, I, I, I brought everything that, so down. It's a happy story for me. Yeah, Jeff <laughs> Jeff is our resident elf. <laughs> oh, one less cat on the planet. Off to a good start. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, it's a net win for society. Yeah. Well Jeff, uh as long as we're talking about like bummer things, updates on bummer things. Your grandpa still doing okay? Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, I mean, that's the latest that I got of him. On the surface, you know, somebody at the dinner table table barfing all over themselves is kind of like, you know, prime grounds for for some jokes. But not when it's a loved one who's older. And I could only imagine how fucking alarming that must have been to see in person. You know. Yeah, it was a trip. No, so, I think he's, I think he's, you know, no more Italian food, just back on his standard, you know. Just <laughs> you think it was just the food that got him? Crackers and water. I, I don't know. Hey, the whole, the whole scenario didn't help him out. I guess I, I, I can't really explain why he threw up. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking about your grandpa here and there over the week, and it's just, huh. I had to be, nice. that had to be fucking freaky. Yeah, you it know? was. Yeah. Um, like I know we. I mean, he's an old guy, but we uh, make a lot of a joke. Make a lot of jokes here on the podcast, but you know, think about if that happened to you. You know, you're you're just sitting there at dinner with your with a grandparent that you love, and they just instantly just start like uncontrollably barfing all over themselves. That's yeah, that would freak me the fuck out. I mean, I'm I'm happy he didn't have to like go to the hospital and it wasn't like a medical emergency. But, yeah, it was kind of like a scary thing. It just happened in the middle of like a bunch of other family kind of dinner shenanigans that it was like, 
I don't know. It, it probably was the highlight of the dinner, but it might not have been, which <laughs> kind of gives you an idea of how just fucking crazy the dinner was. But, you know, we talked about that at length already. I, yeah. I, as far as I know, he's doing all right. My, you know, my grandmother texts me, uh, has texted me a few times since, and she didn't have any bad news. So it's all good. Good. That's good. <clears throat> yeah, man. So what uh, what movie did you end up going to see? I didn't go and see a movie. I uh, stayed at home on, and watched They Clone Tyrone on Netflix. Oh, yeah. What did you think? Man. Perhaps one of the greatest movies ever made. I loved it. <laughs> it was so awesome, dude. That shit ruled, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't I, I'm trying to remember your review, and I can't. Did you not spoil anything? No. Because... I went into it pretty fresh and not knowing what I was going to get into. And I didn't even see the trailer. I just like, just pretty much, I read the synopsis, saw the thumbnail on Netflix. was like, Oh, that's interesting. Heard your review. And then I ended up throwing it on uh Friday. Uh, uh, when I was hanging out with Cheech, Cheech loved it as well. And I, and I say this in a good way. It was a two-hour movie, but it felt like four hours long. Like, there was so much, <laughs> That's like... not really a compliment. No, but, like, I don't know. The story was so loaded that it just felt like... It felt, like, longer than it was, I guess. And, I, again, I don't mean that in a bad way. So maybe I got to, like, I don't know, rework my, my um, compliment, but... Uh, I don't really know much about John Boyega. I know he was in Star Wars, but he was good. The chick was was awesome. And uh, Jamie Foxx, I want to hang out with that character. Like, I want that character in my life. Like, that guy was fucking awesome. Yeah, his pimp. What was what was his name again? It was like Charles something. Like, God, why am I, I blanking on his name? I could I could see it on on Letterboxd. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I kind of intentionally left the plot description when I was reviewing it vague because. I did the same thing as you. I didn't watch a trailer. Um, I read the synopsis. And, you know, I really like John Boyega. And the first thing I ever saw him in was, you know, a sci-fi movie that kind of took Attack place the in the block. hood. Yeah, Attack the Block. And I fucking love Attack the Block. I love that movie. And so is my brother. And I was like, wait a second. John Boyega is in, like, another sci-fi movie that takes place in the hood? Like, I'm, I'm so fucking down. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I was, I was a huge Fox is called slick Charles in that movie. Yeah, there we go. Slick Charles. Yeah. He's a Pam. One of his hoes is also a main character. Her name is yo-yo. And then John Boyega was, was, uh, Fontaine. And yeah, I mean, she classified it as like a science fiction get out almost. Yeah. Um, that's a good way to, to, to describe it. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Like the whole thing was just a trip. It was like its own world, right? Because she's talking about the blockchain and stuff. Um, and like some of the references they made were like to modern culture, modern modern topics. But it was like had like a seventies vibe to it, seventies feel yeah. to it. Everybody was wearing kind of seventies clothes. The cars were all like very seventies looking, and it yeah. was even shot in a style like the. The color, the color palette of the movie was very seventies. They mm-hmm. had a grainy, a grainy filter done to it. 
it just I don't know. I feel like every every decision they made with this movie fucking worked. It was funny. It was intriguing. It was interesting. Like it kind of has you like waiting for like the next little tidbit of information to drop and all the mystery yeah. elements. And then the character that popped up at the end, I, I, I thought it was like a cameo and surprise. And I was fucking pumped when he showed up. Yep. Yeah. yeah I did like a fist pump. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah. the woman who plays Yo-Yo was fucking hysterical. Oh, I yeah, really she was great. Her. Yeah. Tayana I have nothing Paris. bad to say about this, this movie. Me and Cheech watched it. I can give it a pretty heavy recommendation to my brother bill I, he might have watched it today while during, during while he was working so i'll get a review out of him or a score out of him but i i mean i thought it was great i the whole time i was like like fucking glued in and i thought it was just like a very unique story or presentation so i give it a four and a half out of five like, i thought it was fucking great yeah but I, probably one of my favorite things i've seen all year honestly yeah, I haven't I haven't heard from anybody who's seen that movie who had anything bad to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't even know what I would ding it for. It's just it was, it was fucking sick. So I I I uh heavily endorse and recommend They Clone Tyrone. Yep. Seconded. Great soundtrack Should've, too. You got to give it a shot. All right. I mean, I know that you guys had talked about it and it did come across my radar, so maybe I'll watch it. Ah, oh, Shuddy with the maybe. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Uh, I went when I went to the theater and bought my my fucking very cool purchase for a forty-one-year-old man. My Ninja Turtles popcorn tin. Uh, In the mask. <laughs> and my Michelangelo mask. Uh, I went to see because. <laughs> Nothing really came out this week. I know, it was a very light week for the movies. Like um, next week is Blue Beetle and Strays, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing both. So I might have to make two trips to the theater next weekend. But uh, went and saw something that's been out for a few weeks. I was kind of pushing for that new vampire movie. The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which I guess basically covers just one chapter, if not the first chapter, in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the book. Just of mm-hmm. Dracula's coffin crossing the ocean. And uh, mm-hmm. kind of got vetoed. Carl wasn't feeling it. So we saw Haunted Mansion, the remake of Haunted Mansion. Uh, I had not heard remake of the movie about a Disney ride. Yes. And I will go on the record. I have never seen the original, the one with Eddie Murphy. I've been wanting to see it, but that doesn't have good reviews either. So I kind of always just like, eh, it always took a back burner, but yeah, we went and saw the new one. Cause, um, I really like Lakeith Stanfield. I think he's awesome. And, it's got a stacked cast, like Rosario Dawson's in it, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, oh, God. Danny DeVito, Owen Wilson, um, Jared Leto. I was just like, all right, there's enough people that I like where even if the movie kind of sucks, it's a whole bunch of actors that I'm huge fans of. And I really like the the Haunted Mansion ride. 
I think it's, I like the vibe of it. You know, I like the, all the holographic ghosts. It's got a nice family friendly, creepy Halloween vibe to it. And I just like any, anything that involves haunted, creepy old mansions. Like the, the, is it Barry Sonnenfeld? The, the, did the, um, the nineties Adams family movies. Like I, I fucking love those movies. And this kind of had that Adams Family mansion vibe to it. It wasn't bad. Like, the reviews, I think, are a little bit too harsh. It wasn't great, but I think it has like a 39% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't think it's doing all that well with the audience either. But, I mean, Carl, Carl liked it a lot more than I did. Carl was all about it. And I had another... Another fucking instance of dealing with AMC garbage people. That was really unfortunate. We can do a fight. I wanted to, but no. I kept my mouth shut. But there was this fucking, these two older women at the end of the row that would not shut the fuck up for the entire movie. Like, repeating every punchline. It's like, we fucking heard it. The guy just said it. You don't have to fucking repeat it in the stands. What are you, nuts? And they must have been enthusiasts of the ride because they were they kept doing that Leonardo DiCaprio meme like pointing at the screen every time something from the ride came up and it's like alright calm the fuck down you guys are older than me mm. and then some little kid sitting next to me who was having like the worst ADD attack ever like she clearly was not feeling the movie had a windbreaker on that she kept she was like rolling around in her seat and would take the windbreaker off and then immediately put it back on and then immediately take it off. And then she had a cold or some shit. She was, couldn't breathe through her nose, but rather than breathe through her mouth, which would make logical sense, she fought through 10 pounds of snot in her nose to breathe only through her nose. So the entire movie, all I heard was... <laughs> and then these fucking cackling hens on the other side of me. At one point, this little girl took a bottle of water, put it in the cup holder on her armrest, and was like, like she was playing Mortal Kombat. It was rattling the entire row of seats. And then she, she, she sunk her arm into her windbreaker and bitch slapped her bottle of water for like 90 seconds straight, just like this, like. Garbage humans let their kid act like that. I don't know. I'm starting to think it's not an AMC problem. I think it's a humanity problem. I think it is a humanity problem. Humans are just fucking garbage. Nobody gives a flying fuck. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, man. I think you should take it easier on AMC. Outside of the Nicole Kidman thing, I don't. I don't think it's an AMC issue that you have. <laughs> but anyway, I mean the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not as bad as people said. Uh, said. It wasn't. Like it takes place in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I like seeing yeah, movies that take place there. Lakeith Stanfield killed it. It had uh more heart than I thought it would. Had some pretty pretty solid, effective emotional moments and you know the the imagery I wanted. Cool ghost effects. Um family friendly, creepy shit, which I don't know, as a as a horror movie junkie, I feel like that has its place and I was not offended by this movie. Like I said, wasn't great. A lot of jokes 
sort of landed with a thud. Uh, oh yeah, Tiffany Haddish was in it. She was pretty good, but like I don't know, it was it was fine. There was nothing offensive about that. It was like a three point two five dicker. I'm not. I'm not. I I don't think it was. And, and man, I feel like it really bombed too. I don't feel. I I think Disney's gonna be feeling the sting of that for a little bit. Like when I went to log it on Letterbox D. So, just to, I'll go up to the top tab of the popular movies this week. So, Barbie, which was number one at the box office again, has been watched 1.45 million times just by Letterboxd users. Oppenheimer has just a, a tick over 1 million views. Ninja Turtles... Finally crossed the 100,000 mark. That's at like 108,000. And Haunted Mansion, which has been out for quite some time now, has only been logged. Hold on. I'm trying to pull it up here. A whopping 39,000. Oof. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. It It wasn't terrible. I feel bad. I feel like it's getting done dirty. You even take out your AMC woes on this fucking on this movie score. You're a better did. man than me. I'm trying to be a better person. You're a better man than me. Maybe I was just happy that I had my fucking my last green apple icy. Man, you it. didn't have to go jump through all those hoops to get it this time, did you? Was this a smooth, seamless? It was better, but I still had to get in the elevator and go to a different concession stand because the, without an error light, without a sign saying this one's broken, went up to hit the button to fill it and nothing came out despite being full of green slime through the little clear window. So we did have to go up to the second concession bar and get it filled up there, but man, those things are fucking delicious. Oh my goodness. Damn it. This whole fucking weight loss thing. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to be cranky as shit through this whole thing. Just not do it. Come on. All this delicious stuff that I want to eat and can't. Shuddy Boy, are you gonna, do you think you're going to be uh, uh, a sour Sally through this whole thing? I, at least this first week. Like last night, since I knew that this was coming, I decided after the, run D, or the DMC show that I wanted something decadent for dinner. Uh, and tried my hand at making s'mores pancakes, which was a fucking disaster. It was, I mean, they tasted fine. They were the ugliest pancakes I've ever seen in my life. Um, they tasted fine? Yeah, they, they were good. They still tasted good. I mean, it was pancakes, chocolate chip, marshmallows, graham crackers, and Hershey's chocolate syrup. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. Uh, God damn. I want that. Like, I had a picture of how they were going to turn out in my head, and it it didn't turn out that way at all. But they were good. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not looking forward to going on a grilled-slash-baked chicken-and-rice diet. Uh, but that's what's coming. 
Look, man, Shuddy, you and I, we're middle-aged. Jeff, you probably are too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, way, well, I'm probably, probably, probably going to cancel my AMC membership because I just don't see how I can enjoy a movie without Sour Patch Kids and a nachos with two cups of cheese. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> wow. What are we living for? Guys, we're not having fun. Come on. Shuddy's got to cancel his movie pass for him to, to do something he's not really probably that into. No, I really want to lose weight. I, I, I'm I, getting stretch marks again, and I don't, I'm not cool with that. You just pointed to your titties when you said that. Uh, that's because that's right where they are, right here. Like, I can feel them. Oh, right dude. Here. If, you're, you, if you can feel your titty stretch marks through your T-shirt, you are definitely... You definitely have the ability to be titty fucked. Actually, they're not that bad. It's just a wrinkly shirt. I mean, I'll show you. They're not. I don't even know if you can see them on here. Oh, yeah, you can a little bit right there. At least you don't have big pregnancy nipples like I do. But I don't really have, like, they're not. I do feel like Jeff could still titty fuck you. He might get rug burn on his dick from that fucking taco meat you're working with there. You the Austin Powers chest hair. <laughs> yeah, I could see yeah. Shuddy getting real cranky through this. Dude, I'm going to get cranky. What's, what, it's not, what's really going to happen is I'm going to get obsessive about it. And that's how this has always been successful for me. Is like it becomes everything I do. Uh, I fixate on it. Yeah, we're going to be like three weeks in and Shuddy Boy is like, I haven't bought a He-Man figure yet. I haven't bought any toy, just broccoli. So, we'll see. I know exactly how many calories my dinner is for the night after this. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling this is a heads-up battle right now. This is just you and me, Shuddy. And I mean, I haven't entered the, uh, the the competition until I submit my weight, right? I mean, you're in, but you've already made excuses up until the winter, like past yeah. <laughs> well into 2024. I've 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 mentally made peace with losing. I uh, that's just because you're so used to it from queef or no queef, um. I, I'm hoping that by the time football season actually starts, I'll be disciplined enough that it won't be a problem. But doesn't it take six weeks to change your habits? Isn't that what a suppose like the supposed time frame is, or or is it two months? Wait, according I thought to it who? was 21 days. How long do till till a behavior becomes a habit? Yeah, I mean. I actually was doing pretty well with losing weight until uh-huh. that fucking baseball blew my thumb up. So, so it, takes, it takes around two months for a new behavior to become automatic. Uh, in some studies, it took anywhere from 18 days to 254 days to form a new habit. Yeah, dude, so Jeff's going to be in like the, three weeks. <laughs> Jeff, I'm hoping to be on one end of the spectrum. Jeff's looking to be on the other end. 
Yeah, Shuddy Boy, Shuddy Boy is logging, um, you know, a plate full of broccoli into his fucking app, and Jeff is turning to Cheech and be like, "You want to see how many wings I can fit in my mouth at once?" I had fucking mustard as a dip for my French fries today because it has zero calories. Yeah, but French fries are fucking the worst thing you could eat. They were air fried, buddy. Right. They were air fried. They were. Air, it was just yes. air fried potatoes, buddy. Air frying is going to be your buddy is going to be having that air fryer is going to be huge for you in this. Yeah, but like Jeff, ever I'm since relying on weightlifting, <laughs> that's how I'm, that's how I'm going to go about it. I'm relying on chopping my legs off at the thigh. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole just like I have like a big roll here, but I'm just going to cut it off and then and then I win. Just lean your belly up against a deli slicer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep going till I say when. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Man, I spaced out. I completely forgot what I was going to say. It was retarded. So. You try to find something else to talk about if you want. I just heard. <laughs> I mean, you have spooky season. Otherwise, you you don't have any real excuses. How do you, how do you yeah. feel about spooky season is basically starting already? Yeah, dude, I've seen some spooky season stuff. It's Duncan's gonna you. Duncan is gonna have their pumpkin flavors out uh, at the end of this week. Ralph's has already had their Halloween section up for a couple couple weeks now. You I mean, season. Nope, F you. I mean, we're halfway through <laughs> August right now. So, I mean, next week's episode, I'm probably going to have my decorations up. Cuz I have through <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be like MIA for pretty much 3 weeks of September and that chops a huge well, portion out maybe. of my there's some ducks that need to fall in a row before you can commit to that. I mean, well, I mean, if you're talking about the strikes, we two days into the strike, our SAG rep reached out and was like, you guys don't have any deals cut with streamers or studios, do you? And we're like, what? absolutely not. No. Like, do you guys have any affiliations with studios or streamers? And we're like, no. And they're like, all right, well, you qualify for a waiver like to shoot during the strike. So they like on the third day of the strike, they sent our executive producer the form to fill out. So like it was SAG's idea to be like, Hey, you guys can still shoot. So, so you guys got the waiver? No, <laughs> oh. they were, I think, I think they were too busy um, rushing through all of a 24 stuff. Cause a 24 is indie, and they were just like, look, Everything you guys are fighting for, we'll just agree to those terms. So we'll we'll pay all the actors more. We'll do all this stuff. We had to agree to pay all the actors more, so we had to cut a like a, a pretty big scene towards the end of the movie that was going to cost a lot of money. Uh, not to be a Debbie Downer or to poo poo on things. I'm on Variety. I'm right? I'm I think I know. Variety. I think I know the article you're going to bring up. The SAG-AFTRA will no longer approve indie projects written under WGA contract. Yeah, and I'm not in the Writers Guild, so. Okay. Yeah, still 
Still skating through right. just on the fact of being so, a 41-year-old failure. That for once, it's working still, out for me. Still, <laughs> still dodging all the poo that's flying in your direction, in John Cooper's direction. That's awesome. Hey, yep. Kevin just doesn't – he doesn't qualify for the bare minimum, so he's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a loser. I'm just flying under every single radar, every swinging blade. <laughs> yeah, the worst way to put it is they, they – they actually Hollywood doesn't care about Kevin yet, so whatever. Yeah, and just the fact that they're now like, all right, anything written by somebody in the guild can't get made during the strike. I'm hoping that just bumps our project up closer to their radar of the, of approval. So like John Cooper is at this part of the pile, and then it just the pile goes from up here all the way like right there. Yeah, I think we just moved up a few spaces. So I don't know. We'll see. It's. Everybody that I've talked to seems fairly confident. Even like my my brunch buddies who have been in the industry for decades are like they assured me like this is one hundred percent. You're like you are not looking bad. From I mean they are real strict. Like my my friends and they're like yeah you are one hundred percent not doing anything that's going to come back to bite you later. Like you know and SAG is the one who reached out and was like hey. You guys should fill this out so you can film. So I'm taking that to mean as like this is not scabby. If I took a job right in for one of these fucking soaps, that those people are fucked. I can't even come on. Just write some jokes from General Hospital. Like as somebody, I mean, you should, but that you do that under a pen name, and you wear a disguise anytime you need to. Yeah, go in his blackface. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that won't that won't have any that'll that's the way to ab- avoid the scab blowback. <laughs> yeah, you to avoid trouble. Worse. Yeah, you want to avoid trouble for being a scab, just going bike pace. Yeah, jokes so on you. I'm canceled. <laughs> but I mean, that's also kind of gonna fuck me. Not only am I gonna like all those three weeks, I'm literally just sleeping. Six hours a night, if that, and then working the other 18 hours. Um, so not even going to really be able to – that's a, another area where you'll be able to pull ahead, Shuddy. Not going to have any time to really get exercise in. Probably won't be able to eat as great as I would usually be eating. And I can't watch any horror movies or do my usual Halloween well, celebrations. Then what you just – you're going to – and pretty much you should just yeah. starve yourself throwing that time Maybe. I'll just go on the Hollywood director diet. Just water and cocaine. Yeah. So James Cameron powered through Terminator 2, I heard. But I have. Allegedly. I have been trying to work in the horror movies now. I usually do get started in August anyway. Regardless. Dude, I can't believe you're going to fucking decorate ten weeks before Halloween. I mean, they sometimes... Sometimes you get a problem. Uh oh, I think my internet is fucking up. Uh, yes. The internet has been choppy today. Yeah. I mean, I usually do start the first week in August, so I'm a little late this year. I like three solid months of observing. Spooky season. How fucking dare you? How dare you? It's out of trends, dude. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, just going along with the trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to rock the boat, you know? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, we're officially locked in, Shuddy, right? Yep. I, uh, yeah. I shared a Google Sheet with you guys. So, are we just going to do a weigh in every week? Yeah, why not? All right, Jeff, you're going to have to dip into those Patreon funds and spring for a scale. But if he's going to the gym, he just needs to weigh himself once while he's at the gym. I can't be trusted, clearly. I think I do have to buy a scale. (laughs) I don't trust myself to weigh myself at the gym, so maybe I'll just do that tonight. I'll just buy a fucking scale. If I bought one at the beginning of the podcast, I might be able to get one from Amazon by the time the end of the, the podcast ended, so... Oh, I'll just buy a scale. Amazon really delivers it. that quickly to you guys. <laughs> we get it pretty quick. I mean, that's that's a little that's a little strong, but it's it's pretty fast. There I are there, like every now and then you'll like I've I've gotten stuff that comes same day. Yeah, but it's, it, I mean, it's definitely rare. Well, Jeff, luckily for you, I think Molly um, definitely burned some calories. I was sweating like crazy last night, so I was good. <laughs> so what did you? But what I did you? Do? I ate a fuck ton. Did you sleep like two hours in the Peter Pan suite and then drive home? Yeah. Is that just because you Oof. had to rush back for work? Well, I would carpool with someone, and he he didn't even have to rush back for work, but like. I don't know. Everyone left the house early, so like we didn't want to be the only one in the house, and. There was nothing for us to do, right? It's time to hit the road. Eh, I'm there's... surprised the guy was able to, to drive, but fuck it. I mean, <laughs> sleep, that's that's something you could do. I mean, I feel like yeah. like if I if I had a whole bunch of people over and, you know, fed everybody molly and mushrooms and we had shitloads of beer, kegs of beer and all that, but I would again, I would not be knocking on everybody's door at 6 a.m. and be like, all right, you got to go. We, I mean, we borrowed, Kathy and Kathy didn't have us over. We borrowed her place. (laughs) And I think originally it was only, it was only supposed to be for the draft. And then like at like eight or nine o'clock, our buddy, the commissioner of the league is like, Hey, you know, we're getting fucked up. Can we stay here? And Kathy, she's like, yeah, of course she was cool about it. But I don't know between everyone, everyone, like a lot of these guys had family. So there's early risers. They had to go back to their kids and stuff. So like, I don't know. My buddy was ready to hit the road, so we did. Man, I want to party with Aunt Kathy. She sounds cool. Dude, Aunt Kathy was fucking rad. She's a fucking a black belt and a sniper. I, 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 if you saw this woman, you'd be like, what are you talking about? This, this, this doesn't compute. Yeah. But, yeah, she's an international woman of mystery, apparently. Well, you guys got anything else? Or should we head on over to Patreon land? I mean, I'm, I, I feel like we've covered most of it. Shutting, is there anything you need to get off your your chest, your hairy stretch marked chest? Nope, nothing I need to get off my my soon-to-be svelte chest. No one's fucking these titties. You guys are going to lose. They're going to be packed soon. Well, look, I might lose just because, as everybody knows, muscle weighs more than fat. And 
I'm just so goddamn jacked that I'm going to, I'm going to gain weight. Yeah. I mean, with all these super muscles, you do turn that fat into muscle. You're right. It, it, it's the, the, the rules are pretty strict, right? It's just like how big of a percentage of your body weight you lose. So yeah. you're playing with fire, Kevin. If you, if you go to a, mostly a weightlifting plan, you're going to have to try anorexia or do some like legit fasting. I'm just start doing dr- hard drugs again. Fuck it. <laughs> the Hollywood director diet, dude. Cocaine, water, that'll lose yeah. you some weight. It's going to lean into the shit. Work <laughs> for a whole bunch of other people. Uh, but yeah. thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate each help and every one of you. And if you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreons. Our, our Patreon. It is uh, the one thing currently keeping me afloat while I make this movie. So... <laughs> every every subscriber uh matters a whole a whole world's worth and um hey it's a it's like a give and take thing you're giving a little bit to us but you get to take our heart and souls that we pour into every patreon episode every week every episode of crafter jeff shuddy edition which i uh i feel very proud to have my name attached to this season. I don't know about you fellers, but I feel like we're doing the Lord's work over there. We I we definitely are. Yeah. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, the the five dollar to get into the entry level tier, Crafter Jeff is worth the price alone. That that is worth its weight in Queef Wellingtons. Um and then the ten dollar tier has the video element, it's got all of our separate singular shows and the entire back catalog of Patreon stuff that's been up there since day one, which started almost six years ago, I think. Which, uh, next week's What the Fuck Did I Just Watch should be a doozy. Oh, which one's that? What do you guys got on the docket? Dom has chosen a movie called Spider Babe, which is an erotic thriller parody of Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie. Oh, so you guys are watching a porno? Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Are you guys going to jack it? Mm. No. Oh, porn and chicken. Nice. Spider babe. It's a good Wednesday in the dorms, you know? Wow, this does have a letterbox page. Sure does. Well, Godspeed, Shuddy Boy. If you want, if you want to chuckle uh, <laughs> more than you're already laughing, take a look at the films that the female star of this movie has also been in. I just saw a uh, review because... that mentioned um, the lead character's name is Patricia Porker. Yeah. Uh, but <sighs> the oh wow, uh... Dick Shark jumps out to me. <laughs> she starred in Dick Shark. Uh, Satan's School for Lust. The tagline for Dick Shark is, in this movie, women are the ones who say, don't use your teeth. Well, I don't envy you, shuddy boy, having to sit through um, Spider Babe with Dominic, but hey. Well, the worst ways to get paid, that's true. That is true. 
this Patreon machine needs to keep chugging along. So if you're if you're not a part, you're missing out. That FOMO you're feeling, it is very, very real. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Deal of the fucking very century. Very real and very easy to quell. Think about how much streaming services have raised their prices in the past six years. MSPH never raised its prices once. Well, don't say that. We only had the $5 tier when we first started. And no, I, I wouldn't say we, we didn't raise the price. It's still, it's, that one's still 5 bucks. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And if you would like to see our beautiful smiling faces through this, you can go to youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour and watch the Zoom episodes uh, of all these podcast offerings. Um, you can see Shuddy Boy's super sweet Wu-Tang shirt. You can see when he lifted it and showed off his wet melons. They were not wet. <laughs> and you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Also, check out Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Yeah, previewing the NFL season uh, right this upcoming week. I'm doing the AFC and NFC South. I already did the AFC, NFC North, and the AFC, NFC West. So, yeah, winter, winter is football coming. season. <laughs> Winter's right around the corner, Kevin. Well said. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. But until next time, something. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Ooh, okay. Cool. Got levels. Got fucking levels. Greetings, boy oh, of Shuddy. On. It might be me. Okay. Shuddy. Say, you now I can hear bitch. you. You silly bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Man, uh, kind of weird. We haven't even heard from Ducas Maximus. No, not since he picked the time. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I read this at the time, but I've been on a bender and got like two hours of sleep. I wonder if he passed out. Oh, um, man, little mama was just like licking my nuts on the couch and. I don't know, so relaxing. I just lost track of time and fell asleep. Text Cheecher Bill. You have to have one of their numbers. Let's see. Call him. Should I? Can you make phone calls from Zoom? That is something I do not know. It does not look like it. Right. Oh, dookie boy. Meet me in a map, 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 meet me in a map. Alright. I'm gonna text Bill. Um It's uh, a revelation to me that I didn't have Cheech's number. I always thought I had Cheech's number. I just assumed you had all the Clark brothers' phone numbers. So did I. 
Bill's not working from home today. Watch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now he's got to text Cheech. <laughs> All to find out that dipshit fell asleep. Okay. I texted Bill. We've always threatened we were going to do a, a whole episode just using the soundboard in place of him. He may have forced our hand today. I wouldn't fuck that dick with her pussy. I'm just concerned about his wiener. That juicy slab of meat. Oh, it's girthy. <laughs> Cheetos, crunchos, cheese and ham sandwich. <laughs> I don't know why I love that cheese and ham sandwich one so much, but I like my favorite is the corn maki chew, or one of my corn favorites. Corn maki chew. <laughs> Anything that ends in like a question, um, like uh, inflection, I love that. Corn maki chew. Corn maki chew. Cheese and ham sandwich. Sounds like he Luminati. got like, like got in trouble. He's like at gunpoint, and he's trying to get out of it by offering a cheese and ham sandwich. <laughs> like the bully's cheese about to beat him sandwich. up. Yeah. How about I offer you a cheese and ham sandwich? Fucking oh, it's delicious. It's All right, well, nothing from Bill yet. Jeff is definitely asleep. Try calling him on speaker so it can go on the Easter egg. Okay. And then if you get voicemail, I'll call him on speaker, and we'll just keep doing it back and forth. Turn it into a bit. Hey, Dookie Boy. Yeah. What's up? You doing the show? Yeah, I'm signing on right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> See you in a sec. He was definitely asleep. Oh, yeah. Bill probably just went and woke him up instead of responding. That's definitely, he sounded like he just woke up. Uh, oh, yeah, Bob, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm signing in now. <laughs> Cheese and ham sandwich. I am a necrophiliac. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> Hey guys, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Welcome. Thanks. Oh. You, look, you look well rested. 
<laughs> yeah, I was, I was sleeping. I forgot to set my alarm. <laughs> That's what we kind of figured. Uh, oh, man. Sorry about that. It's all good, dude. How was the Easter egg? I was you guys got sick. on without me. Uh, you were ripping it up on the Easter egg. Kept talking about this fucking cheese and ham sandwich. And corn maki chew. Cheetos crunchos. You know, I'm just a fat kid. Love my food. <laughs> oh, man. We got a lot to talk about this week or what, fellas? Nope. Uh-oh. Oh, man. We always seem to make it work. We'll be fine. I hope I hope you're right. I'm at the point right now where I am just writing the intro. You called me first? Yeah, I, when I told him to call you, I didn't know that that had not been done, that we were there. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we would have given you another couple of minutes to sleep had I known that that's what was also needed. Yeah, I didn't think we were an inch or away. I thought that stuff had already been buttoned up. Hey! Hey! Yeah, I do have a button. I'm going to see that goddamn Australian horror movie tomorrow. Fuck for the hand. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? Something like that. Fist me in the moonlight. <laughs> they speak to us. Something like that. <laughs> Isn't it talk to me? It's called something like uh, I speak with my mouth or some shit. <laughs> yeah. This guy kind of movie day, you know, taking advantage of it. Which yeah. theater do you guys go to for that? The Cinemark. Oh, man, I haven't been to a Cinemark in a while. Our Cinemark's good. There's one right by one of the new stores we opened, and it was always very tempting while I was there waiting for shit to be installed to go take in a movie, but the time's never. I feel like every time I've gone to a Cinemark has been when I was in PA and we like, like you, me, and Dom went or something. Nope, there are no Cinemarks in the area here. Really? Really. Where the hell... What what are the ones by you called? Carmike. Carmike. There we go. Yep. That's what Which I was Which was bought of. out by AMC. Oops. Well, good move on Carmike, huh? Man. I like um I like Cinemark, dude. I mean, they have the the weekly uh cheap ticket day or Whatchamacallit. Um discount movie day every Tuesday. That's cool. I don't I'm trying to think of the other uh characteristics of it though that like separate it or make it an individual. I don't know. It's 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 a cool theater. I'm cool. I'm I like it. It's fine. I don't know. I wonder if there are any 'cause like 
down in, by where you know some of my family lives in Florida, there's Sinopolis, Sinopolis. There's a whole bunch of those, and then Carmike, AMC, um, Alamo Draft House, Regal, the now defunct ArcLight. Like, are there some in, in Middle America that we've just never heard of? Let's see. Regional movie theater chains in the U.S. Perkins. Porkins? Harkins. H-A-R-K-I-N-S. Yeah, interesting. Marcus Theater Group. Which Marcus. Yeah. Marcus Theaters Corp. Let's see here. So Mark Marcus Theaters. Alright, I've never seen one at Marcus. That's for damn sure. Let's see if You said Hawkins is one? So there Marcus Theaters are in Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, and Wisconsin. Holy moly. So there you go. There is a Midwest movie theater chain that we would never have any interaction with. Look at that. We're learning, and it isn't even Shuddy Boy's fucking news yet. Uh, However, Uh Movie Tavern is owned by Marcus Theaters, and there is a movie tavern not far from me. Movie Tavern. Yes. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. It's like Alamo Draft House. It's one of those dinners, dinner and booze movie theaters. Man, I might be going back to Alamo this weekend. There's a couple movies I want to see this weekend. I want to see Strays, and just out of morbid curiosity, I want to see... Blue Beetle. I kind of want to see Strays. Blue Beetle looks pretty good. And that's the kid from um, Cobra Kai. So I'm pretty into that. The movie biz about to take a shit, right? They're not going to be able to promote some of these movies. So they might push them back. Is that the intel you got, Kevin? Me and my brother were talking about it at breakfast this morning. Yeah, I mean, I've been seeing some stuff that um, sometimes they'll like people will like post links to interviews and then in parentheses it'll say interview conducted before the strike. So I wonder if they like they knew the strike was coming, so they're just like, all right, do a whole bunch of interviews beforehand to promote this movie, and we'll just bank them and air them then. But. I don't know, man. Uh, I, 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 I hope they don't delay Dune 2. I'm kind of pumped on that. Yeah. Dune kicked ass. That's definitely one that they're going to have to promote the fuck out of because it costs so much money. You'd figure, like, if the actors knew they were going to go on strike, they wouldn't, they wouldn't like... I don't know, do all those interviews ahead of time to help out the, the studios, right? You'd think. 
Or maybe that's just the standard. Or maybe they've always Who done knows? it like that. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm still on the outside looking in. Uh, hopefully for not very long, though, you know? Hopefully you become an insider. Become part of the guild. Man, I need, I need some of that guild juju. I need, I need some good health insurance. God damn it! Does the, does the guild have good health insurance? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've heard, I've heard the guilds, SAG, DGA, Writers Guild. I hear they all have really good benefits if you can get them. I initially thought that if you're in, you just get them. But apparently there's a threshold, like a yearly income you have to clear. And Makes only sense. about like 20-something percent of, percent of the people in the guild actually qualify. Which is pretty wild. That makes sense. All right, let's see. Oh, man. You guys want to... Uh, hold on. Let me see if I got... Uh, Ah, I need record permission. You finish Andrew? Permission. Yeah. Permission. Recording in progress. What are you going to do next? Well, you're going to tell everybody every time I pick my ass? Kevin Kevin is picking his wedgie. Kevin just... Shadily sniffed his finger afterwards. We rolling, baby? <laughs> From Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour.